Hey, Toon Army. Wondering what our lineup's going to be? Want to know who's available and who's hurt? Do you want an in-depth analysis of what to expect from the upcoming match? <laughs> then don't sweat it, because you're in the right place. It's time for the Toon Reviews Match Preview Show. Enjoy. Good evening, you lovely lot out there in podcast and uh, YouTube world. Hope you're all okay. Welcome to the Toon Review, uh, where tonight we are previewing the big game at the weekend between Newcastle United and, of course, uh, new rivals, I guess, Aston Villa, who are somehow rivals of us now because of the uh, the crazy fan interaction. Uh, we will have Gary coming on shortly. We're just waiting for him to, to come into the green room. We'll bring him in. Um, but uh, just a, a quick announcement, guys. We are 10 subscribers away from 15,000 subscribers. It is absolutely incredible. Um, to say we have had a huge influx of subscribers is simply incredible. Um, we've had a massive response to the uh, to the videos that we do uh, that I bring out during the day and also a massive response to the live shows now. Uh, viewers are going up and up and up and the subscribers just keep coming and it is superb. So thank you so much. Uh, to everybody that's recently subscribed and we hope that you uh, you stay with us for the foreseeable future. Lots of live shows and uh, of course with the World Cup coming up, we've got lots of World Cup shows coming up for you as well. Uh, Watch-alongs, etc. Um, and I will probably rant once or twice during that World Cup so if you, if you like your rants then you know. Uh, I feel like uh, you might rant before the World Cup actually. Uh, in, in what way? You know, like with the squad and all that, I think yeah. you might have a. I mean, there might be a few words to say when that happens. Yeah, mm. uh, there is a possibility of that, definitely. When he um, picks Jesse Lingard. <laughs> really? Really, Billy? Are we going there that early in this show? Um, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely mm. um but as usual guys uh if you do enjoy tonight's uh, live show please do stick a like uh on the show uh it does help this move up the search results when everyone's searching newcastle united uh we will be up there in the search results and of course like so many people have of recent events please do hit the subscribe button if you're new to the channel free to do so and also uh, the notification bell which will tell you when we upload or we go live now we are doing a very uh well, what we call a, a fun-packed show, I think, tomorrow. Uh, it is TTR Halloween special. Um, now, masks will be worn or face paint will be worn in my unfortunate uh, situation. Um, so it, it, we have a lot of fun coming up. Uh, a game show called Ghoul or No Ghoul, uh, which Billy is working on. He's got some good ideas for that, I believe. And also uh, our most embarrassing Halloween costumes, uh, and then we'll be asking you, what are your most embarrassing Halloween costumes and, uh, you know, your, your most embarrassing Halloween parties, if you like, and, and things like that. So we'll get some good crack off you guys tomorrow. But that, that is all to come tomorrow. Now, moving on to Newcastle United, uh, of course, taking on Aston Villa. Uh, but the big news today, Danielle, was that it looks like Newcastle United are going to break the wage structure and offer Bruno what looks like 200 grand a week. Delicious. And what you know what worth every single penny. If that is true, I think we need a we we understand what a massive talent he is and how much he means to this team. So I think now we've got the likes of Chelsea, Liverpool potentially sniffing around, 
we have to kind of make it clear that he's ours and he's not for sale and he's happy here. So mm. if that means we have to break the wage structure, break it, keep him because we need him. He's, he's absolutely world-class Um, absolutely delighted. And let's hope we can get that over the line because I don't want any of them not sniffing around him. No, thank you. He's ours. Yeah. Uh, and Alex, it, you know, we spoke about this, I think, many times uh, this year about how if we're going to attract the bigger players, then we are going to have to break that wage structure at some point um, to, to get these bigger names in. And it looks like it's all going to start with Bruno, who who really isn't a bad player to, to start, you know, open the wage structure a little bit. Yeah, I think we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, didn't we, on a show? Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one it was on, but we, we said that it's going to have to be broken at some point and doing it for our best player as a contract extension is perfect. Um because you, you want to do it in a way that's going to maintain squad harmony and the dressing room atmosphere and the togetherness and by by increasing the, the pay of your best player because it mm-hmm. he is to be fair the most influential in these games and he's the other lads can hardly argue with it really can they. Yeah. Um so it's it's a good way to to get that ball rolling into the next phase whereas just handing out higher wages to new contracts who, uh, to new players sorry who are unproven could you know frustrate a few people whereas this is this is probably killing two birds with one stone this will help with uh, new players um because it'll up the ceiling of the of the the wage structure so we we've got more breathing room for for new transfers as well potentially so this helps in two ways securing bruno and future future contracts and future players so mm-hmm. if it happens it's um brilliant uh, what's your thoughts on it, Billy? Because uh, I was delighted when I read it because I thought, yeah, um, I think it's probably a little bit ahead of time that they wanted to, to maybe keep the wage structure in place a, a season or two more. But they're not going to have the option because it's been such a meteoric rise. I don't think even the new owners expected Eddie Howe to do the job he's doing. Um, and, and maybe not Bruno to just come into the Premier League like it's his home. You know, we see so many players coming over from other countries and, and taking a good half season, full season to get into the Premier League and up to scratch with it. But he's just walked straight in and took it like it took the water. Yeah, I think it sends a real good message out to the fans that we're not going to be selling our best assets at the first opportunity. We need mm. to... He, he's the De Bruyne aside. I think he's the best midfielder in the country at the moment. Mm-hmm. I really do. I really think that. And yeah. if we're going to be paying big bucks for players coming in, we need to pay the big bucks for the ones that are already here. Um, this, this lad is special. He's, he's, I've said it a thousand times, the best all our midfield I've seen at the club. Um, over 50 years of watching, he's got everything. He, he can he, he defends. He mm. can go past players. He's a great passer of the ball. He scores goals. Yeah, you know you just don't see that in players these days. And you know you're gonna have to break your way structure to keep players like that. Like you say, the the, the so-called bigger clubs are gonna come in for him. This bloke, he's a genius, and we've got to pay the money for him and keep him because if we lost mm. him, how heartbroken would we be? Quite oh, yeah, well, it, it just seems like the bigger clubs are now sniffing around, which is, is something we have to be very wary of. But that was always going to happen. And that's still always going to happen. But one thing Newcastle aren't now that maybe they were a few weeks ago is a selling club. You know, sorry, a few years ago as a selling club. You know, Mike Ashley just bought players in to make a profit on sell them, whether it be a couple of million or five here and there. It's not like that now. And uh, we have a we have a different system here. We have a different ownership and we have positivity uh basil brush thank you for your four pound 49 super chat very very kind uh no comment there but thank you uh just to say if you do want to donate to the show tonight guys uh please do hit that uh dollar sign at the bottom of the live comments and that'll take you through but tomorrow night 
Uh, we are doing another uh, charity show. So all the super chats will go to charity again to Parkinson's UK and the British Art Foundation. Um, so if you want to save it for that, that is perfectly fine by, by us. Uh, it is a charity night tomorrow night with it being a Halloween special. So all super chats tomorrow night will be raised for charity. So hopefully we can get your help with that and raise another good number for them. But now we have a very special guy coming on uh, to talk about uh, Villa and maybe what they can offer uh, come the weekend. And uh, can they surprise everybody and keep their good run going after their win over Brentford? We have none other than Gary Thompson. Good evening, Gary. Good evening. Everybody all right? Hi, Tom. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm very good. Good, good. Um, we may as well get straight into it, Gary. I mean, uh, obviously, it wasn't great football under Steven Gerrard. The fans eventually ran out of patience and, um, you know, the, the calling for his head. Uh, Villa have done that. And uh, Unai Emery is, uh, is going to come in on the 1st of November. Um, what's the feeling around the club at the minute? It's, uh, it's almost one of relief. I mean, yeah. Steven Gerrard, he finished the season last season and I, I was doing the radio and I'm banging on all the time. You need to finish the season well because if anything happens to start of next season, you're always chasing your tail. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened. We got beat by Bournemouth and all of a sudden we were in, a t- not a tailspin, but we weren't winning games at all. He had a few yeah. injuries, but the way Stephen played, it was all right playing in Scotland that way because Rangers, Celtic, most teams go defend against them. But the moment you come to the Premier League, they're going to find a, they're going to find a weakness, a way to get at you. And so yeah. bit by bit, we, we had no, um, we, we got better defensively. But we had no creativity at all, which is surprising because we had lots of Coutinho and Brendia mm. and Ollie Watkins to finish. It was just strange. It was people were getting bored to go to Villa Park. I'm doing a radio and I'm watching it and I'm thinking, I can't see how we're going to score a goal. So yeah. in the end, after the Fulham game where it was a poor performance and it was almost like, I would never say the players chucked it in, but uh, they, they didn't seem to be really taking part in the thing. Fulham wiped the floor with us. They looked a very, very good side and I don't yeah. believe they're that good. And so once Stephen left... Aaron Danks has picked the team and all he's done, he put Leon Bailey on the left-hand side, left-footed, speedy winger. Ollie mm-hmm. Watkins played on the right-hand side. Danny Ings was on his own up front. But he played 4-2-3-1. We had a bit of protection for the back four. And um, we scored a goal after 60 seconds or whatever. Yeah. Then we got yeah. another one. And I just remember saying to people after, it was just great to walk out of Villa Park and the feeling of relief and a little buzz of happiness. It was like, God, oh, bring on Newcastle because they're going to get some. I'm, I'm exaggerating that bit, but uh, <laughs> we were. Yeah. We, did, we did feel like, you know, at least, you know, the shackles were off. We could actually go yeah. and play mm-hmm. a game now. Now, I believe we'll, we'll give Newcastle a game. I wouldn't say we're definitely going to win. But now it's almost like we've got a bit of freedom in our play now. We can go and enjoy ourselves again. We were playing tricks and flicks around the corner and all that. Things that I've not seen in 18 months. So, yeah, it's yeah, something to look forward to. Regardless of how it goes tomorrow, as long as they're competitive, I think most Villa fans will be happy. Yeah, mm. are you surprised that it didn't work out under Gerard? Because there was a euphoria when he signed, and um, you know, you'll have seen the, the sort of messages that were sent our way saying, "Yeah, we've got Gerard. You've ended up with Eddie Howe," and there was a big, big expectation uh, for for Stephen Gerrard to, to to really turn Villa around. Yeah, what, what's I mean, gone Steve wrong? Gerard, uh, I think he coached at um, Liverpool for a bit. Then he yeah. ended up getting the Rangers job, and obviously the first two seasons were difficult, but they were always going to be. But then he wins the title. Then what, what surprised me was when Villa came for him, there was no real backlash from Rangers or determination to keep him. And I remember mm-hmm. speaking to Alan McAnally at the time and uh, he was saying that uh, it was almost they'd all come to the, the end of the road. It was right for the party of the ways. Yeah. Stephen's coming to uh, Villa and uh, he tried the same formation. It seemed to work initially. I can't remember. We played one team with Coutinho was outstanding. It might be Southampton beating 4-0. And you're thinking, oh, this is looking good. We can add to this. 
And oh, we petered the season out. We, we played a few games. It, it was okay, but there was nothing really exciting about the whole thing. But we're all looking forward to this season. Mm-hmm. Rumour has it now, Stephen didn't get the players he wanted. Um, he got a couple, but didn't get all the ones he wanted. But then no manager ever gets that. And so yeah. like uh, he didn't start the season well. Obviously, it leads to a problem. Eddie Howe's gone in. And like you say, people were taking a mick here saying, you've got Eddie Howe, we've got Stephen Gerrard. Stephen Gerrard is a legendary figure in football for the way yes. he played. Yeah but not as a manager. Eddie Howe's been a great manager doing what he did with Bournemouth and then uh, he was out of the game for a year. But the stuff I've read about him, it wasn't like he was out of the game and just showing your face at games. He's gone away and apparently he comes back and he wants to know all about the players. What they call it, emotional intelligence now. Wants Mm -hmm. to know about the players, what's going on their families. So you all, after a bit, you feel, oh, this guy's really, we're all in this together. Stephen Gerrard, there was never that feeling and the fans, after a bit, they felt he was aloof with them. There was no like connection, whereas Dean Smith is one of us. And regardless, mm-hmm. win or lose, they always have Dean Smith, but they weren't really having Stephen like, which is a shame. But I think he'll learn from it. Every manager, every good manager, loses his job sometimes. Absolutely, mistakes, yeah. but he learns from that and cracks up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toon Dave, thanks for your five pound. I'm not going to read what the comment was about my Halloween costume and how I should take it off tonight and wear it tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> very funny. Um, really appreciate that. But John Joe, thank you for your four pound forty nine as well. Uh, he says, hi guys, hope you're all well. I don't think it's going to be an easy game this weekend, uh, but imagine we go third this weekend. I would be buzzing. Yeah, I think, um, you know, let's not get too carried away. Let's just wait and see and, and go out there and give a good performance. Alex, you've uh, mentioned something there that uh, Gerard managed Villa for 38 matches over the course of two seasons. Yeah, in, uh, in the Premier League. I, I in just the tied them up pre-show, yeah, um, and tied up the points total. Does anybody care to guess what... Uh, what the points total was for those 38 Premier League matches. I wouldn't have an... I 24. Have a... No, it's a lot more than that. Billy, it's got to be more than that. They'd have gone 158. down. 158. <laughs> it's 44. So 44 points over his 38 Premier League games <laughs> across two seasons. Wow. So just above relegate. Well, I said just above. Comfortably yeah, above comfortably. relegation form. Yeah, but no more sort of barely mid-table. So you can see across the two seasons. Um I understand your, your point as well about they they fell off at the end of last season. To be fair, two of those last four matches were against Liverpool and City that they lost and they drew the other two, which yeah. you kind of, yeah, I guess we could gloss over that slightly. Everybody loses to them too most of the time, um, at least last season anyway. Um, but yeah, interesting. 44 points from his 38 matches would suggest, you know, not quite as exceptional as some were hoping. Uh, by the way, Gary, this is our stat man, is Alex. So uh, he's, right. he's, 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 he's like the Rachel Riley of Countdown. He's just got constant stats going through his head. Um, so he's uh, a bit he's like the, the Matrix. Yes, he's uh, quite frankly on the ball. Um, new manager in Gary and uh, Unai Emery, who was uh, obviously rumored to be offered the Newcastle job uh, after yeah. the takeover, didn't quite. Uh, come to fruition he says it was because of uh, obviously Champions League commitments with uh, Villarreal he's yeah. not in that situation now was he somebody that you know when Gerard was sacked you thought of straight away or has it sort of come out of the blue that name the, the reason Aston Villa fans are probably so disliked is because the moment Gerard left all we heard was Potocino or Tuchel yeah. and like you know and I know there's no way that's happening but when you speak mm. to fans and you say well that's going to be a difficult one well why not we'll just give them money Aston Villa and that's how they look at things. Oh, straight away, we'll get them. So I'm looking and thinking, well, we ain't going to get them. But Martinez yeah. was mentioned. Obviously, you know, Emery was mentioned. There's a, there was a few mentioned, like um, Dyche and all that. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking at the list at the time. I wasn't impressed. And then when Unai Emery got the job, even then I wasn't really impressed because uh, 
my impression of him was the Arsenal where it didn't end well and because he didn't speak the language, he didn't communicate well. Yet his job is all about detail and the last yeah. the finite details. And you have to communicate that. Since then, I've heard that he's uh, he took English lessons since he left. He always felt there was an unfinished business in, in the Premier League. The Newcastle thing, he didn't go because of his son. Apparently, the relationship with his son, he wanted to stay closer to his son. Now, apparently, his son said, said go, go and do something. This is an opportunity. So he's going to come to Aston Villa. But I think Newcastle would have been great for him. I think, but saying that, Eddie Howe has done an absolutely magnificent job for you. And you look like you're building. It's not like Eddie Howe walked in there and you just thought, throw 40, 50 million there, 80 million there, 120 million. Because that's what everyone expected with Newcastle. It's been mm -hmm. sensible buys. And you've ended up slowly, slowly getting yourself in a position where now, you, you, like you're fourth in the table. But you look at the January window coming as well, you could add to it and build on it again. I mean, yeah. what Newcastle have done, very slowly, but they've, they've built a decent outfit there. And it, no. like I said, it'll be a good game. Aston Villa getting the new manager. Unai Emery, is, his attention to detail and uh, the way he does things makes makes us decent opportunity in the cup this year. I think the league might be a bit too much for him um, because we've got to play every three or four days. But he'll get the hang of it. And I think, I think he's done it before as well. So I think mm. next season, once you've got the players in, then you can really judge him. But uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because even though it's not the most exciting football, if you win games, fans will have it. They'll have it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, well, look, we, we didn't play exciting. Well, it wasn't too exciting, you know, last season. The, the back half of last season, we were winning yeah. games, yeah. but we were we were winning by the odd goal. And it was crucial that we, you know, those three points were more crucial to how we performed on the pitch, which um, obviously this season is a little bit uh, different. Uh, how have you seen Newcastle, Gary, since obviously, you know, we're staying away from the politics, obviously, of all that yeah. takeover, because we don't deal with that on here. We, we, it's a football channel for us and that's how we deal with it but since I mean since the takeover how have you seen Newcastle because like you've just said there they haven't gone out and spent billions and billions uh the the the, the sort of going through like a structured build aren't there it's, it's a very progressive yeah. build so how have you seen it since the takeover I think they've been very clever in what they've done they've been very thoughtful in what they've done as you say initially when they get all that money potentially the deals coming through and potentially could go down there's a lot of people saying oh well all that money that could go down. And all we're looking at Aston Villa, we're thinking, well, hang on. If Newcastle do this right, they're looking in the same bracket as us. We're talking about finishing top eight. All of a sudden, mm -hmm. Newcastle will be one of them teams finishing top eight. They've done it really slowly. Unlike Man City, when they come in and they spend a million pounds on a Brazilian, something not a million, million pounds, nothing nowadays, but they spend 40 million on a Brazilian centre forward. All of a sudden, Newcastle mm -hmm. looked. They brought in the likes of Dan Byrne. Now, I, mm -hmm. I, I don't think there's too many people that have gone and said, Tell you what, we've got to bring the boy Byrne in here because he'll, he'll take us to another level. But this is a Newcastle fan. This is a kid that wants to play for the club. It gives you his heart and soul. I remember talking mm -hmm. to someone the other day, Fabian Shah. I see him play um, quite a few times. And to be honest, I, I, I didn't really see an awful lot there. He looks like a really good player. Almira, I just saw underneath, they're looking at offering him a new contract. This is a kid that yeah. was quick, caused problems, but never really finished it at all. Like, all of a sudden, he's looking like a player. And obviously, Callum Wilson's just got goals in. You keep him fit. you always got potential with goals there. Like, I mean, Isaac, when he's fit, he's going to be a, a, a good addition as well. You've bought, you've cherry-picked some decent players, got them together. You're strong, you're organised, you're very strong defensively, and you can branch out there. And not even talking about the main man, the one everyone's talking about is Bruno Gimoresh, who mm. looks, he looks superb. I mean, we watch him from afar and we're like, how come no one ever, never, never saw this kid and thought we could nick him and that? But apparently, that's like, exactly yeah, what we're thinking that. as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's saying, that, "Oh, um, 
he loves it in Newcastle. He, he's he's happy about signing a new contract. He says that the way he's been treated there, the way the fans sing his name, he feels like he looks to me like if it's done right, he could be there for ten years and enjoy yeah, the yeah. ten years. Not one of them that just a couple of years. Yeah, and that, like <laughs> you see Real Madrid coming here for you and all that game. Like he looks like if Newcastle build and develop the way they they seem to be doing, then he looks like he could be there for the, the duration. Well, we were talking. I did a video earlier on on the channel because it looks uh, today because. It looks like Newcastle United are about to break their wage structure, which has been in place for a long, long time, in order to get Bruno tied down to a long-term deal with a, a really, really big wage. Um, yeah. Some are talking about 200 grand a week and things like that, which which we all think he's worth because this yeah. guy is special. Because initially, um, obviously, at, at Leon there was Paqueta, uh, you know, his best mate alongside him at Leon, and... Um, People were seemingly swaying towards him rather than Bruno. And then Bruno's come in and just, well, he's, he's, he's different class. And like you say, hopefully uh, he can be here for, for, for many, many years. Um, on the Villa side, I mean, you, you know, you, you look at some of the players that are in the, the Villa squad, Gary, and, you, you know, for us, I mean, I'm amazed where they are, um, yeah. considering some of the players. Um, Coutinho, has he... Has he not done it at Villa since he's come in, or have you expected a bit more from him, or was Gerard not putting him in the right place? No, Gerard has tried to play him. Uh, he's yep. tried to play him wide right, wide left, in in behind the centre forward. He's allowed him the freedom of the park. It's just that for some one reason or other, there's been two or three games last season at home. He was absolutely outstanding. Even in games, what if if he plays the weekend, he'll pull a ball down out of the sky. Somebody's control of passing is excellent, but he just doesn't seem to be able to continue it. And I don't think it's a fitness um, thing. I don't think it's a desire. I just think it's not really happening for the kid. I yeah. think he knows that Stephen Gerrard put all his eggs in the in Coutinho basket and it wasn't really happening. It might be a lack of form. They're talking about him not being with the Brazilian squad now for the World Cup as well. It just yeah. hasn't really happened for the kid. And like, he came on the other day. We are three or four nil up at the time and they're playing flicks around the corner and everyone's enjoying it. It's the, the Olay. Everyone's doing, oh, it's all going really well. Coutinho gets involved. He tries a couple. But what Villa were doing well, they lost the ball, they got back after it. He never mm -hmm. moved. And I was like, he's chucked it in. And he, I think it's, wow. he's, he's got the on because Gerard's left in that. But mm. more than ever now, you've got to try and impress your new gaffer. Aaron Danks, Absolutely. he's only going to be there for this game. But the new manager yeah. will be watching this game. You've got to try and impress him. Philip Coutinho is a fantastic footballer. Last season, I said don't sign him because he was on so much money. It was just, it was obscene to sign him at pay a massive fee for him and, and pay the wages. He's had but a horrendous in injury as well, hasn't he? So, that, yeah. you know, not easy to come back from. Yeah. Exactly. To be fair, he had and, that uh, pressing issue at Barcelona as well. That's one of the reasons yeah. why he didn't quite suit because he wasn't quite doing the off, off the work, off the ball work, was he? Mm. Mm. That's interesting. interesting. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a fantastic footballer. Mm. It's not really worked out for him at Aston Villa at the moment. Um, but obviously, the new manager, if he wants to go and press, and Unai Emery, I believe he does like a little press every here and there, then yeah. he's going to have to get involved if he wants to be part of the Villa side because the man, what the new manager wants, he will get. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's fair to say that Coutinho hasn't really done it since he left Liverpool. Let's be, let's be perfectly honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think he was that. quite good for Bayern when he went there for a brief Bayern spell. Again. But apart yeah. from that, it was, yeah. You could say the Bundesliga is not same standard as La Liga or the certainly not the Premier League. Uh, I, I don't know. A few years ago, it was it was quite strong. Um, mm, maybe got a lot maybe. of teams challenging. But you know, Bayern won the Champions League what two, three seasons ago now. That it was reasonably strong back then. It's dropped off a little bit recently, but. Mm. 
Uh, SEs, I don't know where you're going with this. Bruno isn't most influential at all. He gets it put on a plate by the work rate of Trippier and Joe Linton. I think you need to watch the game, mate, uh, and see what Bruno do- actually does Bruno on the pitch. Bruno is the work rate. He is the work <laughs> rate, yeah. Uh, Toon Day says, I can't actually see Bruno wanting to go anywhere uh, with or without a higher wage. Uh, he gets this club, the fans, the chance to be legendary. And also his kid is now a Geordie, uh, indeed. Um, Samsonite, good evening. He says, it's a good investment as well as we can offer within the rate structure. But if you perform above and beyond, it can be broken. Uh, Foxy wants to give Miggy a new contract as well. Thoroughly deserved. Uh, Gary, what's your thoughts on Miggy Almiron? Because... Um, you know, we've always seen him as a Newcastle fans, as, as, a, as a real worker, a hard worker, yeah. but it's never really come off for him in the final third. You know, his shooting was poor. And um, how's he looked from, from somebody on the outside looking in uh, with the goals he scored this season? It, well, I was saying the season before, you'd see him working very hard. He tracks yeah. back. He does all the things you want from him. But as you say, he was like a jigsaw. He just went to pieces in and around the box. Never could, yeah. never really finished. Never really looked comfortable finishing. But... Yeah. Uh, this season, and people are saying it's because of what Jack Greeley said, and he's got the umpire that. But yeah. I just think the, the kids fight not come of age, but the pennies drop with him. And he knows the Newcastle fans, I believe, would always stay with you if you work hard. If the kid works hard, he knows mm-hmm. they, they, they'll always back him, they'll always give him a second chance because he works his socks off. But now he's adding goals to that as well, which can only do your confidence the world are good. I think it, I've watched the goals, and I've only seen little snippets of Newcastle, and I've seen the old full length game, but. Mm-hmm. When he does what he does, you can understand why they say we've got to sign him as well. And that's yeah. that's brilliant because you've got players that were there before the takeover, players that are there now, and they've actually grown with the club. Mm. And like you're looking to bring people in, but we can you can use him. He could he could be a great addition for the next two or three years, put him under the Absolutely. contract because he's earned it. Yeah, he has. And I, and I think that's what the fans really appreciate. Now you've you've got one guy, Gary, in the in the villa side who I think is a real talent. Uh, but I don't think it's really took off for him yet. And that's, uh, is it Leon Bailey? Um, I think he's a fantastic footballer. I, I, I saw him before he came to Villa. Uh, yeah. What's going on with him? Well, he is, he is very fragile. I mean, when he first came over, Ian Atkins, who was European scout for Everton, Ian Atkins and myself, we've known each other for, forever. And he's always ringing me about different players, big Villa fan as well. And he yeah. said, like, he's a very, very good player, but you get one good game, you're fired from him. Right. And like I'm like, yeah, this is Leon Bailey. He'll be different here, getting the Premier League. Anyway, he made his debut. I think it was Everton. He came off the bench, had a 20-minute cameo. It's one of the best you've ever seen, and he scores a great goal. So you're thinking, happy days. Kid gets injured. Then he gets yeah. back, he gets injured again. And he's one of them. He got injured every every two games, two or three games, but he'd be out for five or six. Then all of a sudden, he couldn't get a, re- a run going. Then when he came back, he, he didn't look right. He worked yeah. hard all pre-season. He got himself fit. I think his dad does a little bit on Twitter and all that as well. And um, his agents were saying that he's going to be strong. He's going to be able to cope with the Premier League. So I watched him pre-season and he looked like he had a bit between his teeth. But he was so in and out. He never never really showed enough. And it was only um, the last game. The Man City game, he kept, at half-time, I'm, I'm looking. I'm thinking they're going to have to bring him off because he was bringing nothing to the table. Second mm-hmm. half, he has one one run, Maisie run. He has one shot, which a keeper saves. He scores a great goal. And all of a sudden, all the Villa fans are Sir Leon and Bailey. We've got it. This is the greatest ever. One of them, like, and I'm like, hang on a minute. You haven't seen the first 45. The kid has to give us more over a period of time. Yeah. But starting with um, last week under Aaron Danks, when he put him on his left hand side, instead of putting right hand side, putting it on his left foot, which I think makes you kind of easy to, to play against because you kind of know what he's going to do. But this time he played on the left hand side. I think he got one or two assists. He scored this goal. He, but he looked hungry. He looked really up for it. 
And uh, all we, all I'm saying, like, because the Villa fans, they loved it, and they, they, they he, he is now Sir Leon, if you know what I mean. But for me, yeah, do it for two games, do it for three games, and do it for four games. Then yeah. I'll be joining in with that Sir Leon and that. But at the yeah. minute, very, very good, very impressive last week. Just give me a bit more. And the the one player I really want to ask you about, Gary, is um, and and how much faith you have in this guy. Uh, is someone that I think's had a, a very rough time of recent games, judging by what I've seen on highlights only, mind I have to say. Tyrone Mings. Um, where do you stand on Tyrone Mings? Because he's he's made some horrendous errors of late, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, Tyrone Mings, when we came uh, into the, from the Championship into the Premier League, we brought him, he came on loan from uh, Bournemouth. We signed him in the end. And he was, he was a leader. He's one of them leaders on the pitch that even when things weren't going well, he was leading the troops and that. And there ain't too many captains nowadays. Then, obviously, we get the, the lockdown. And then I'm stand, I'm sitting watching games and I can hear him talking, encouraging. And I'm thinking, that's a proper captain. That. So, then yeah. he ends, ends up make, being made captain. He does have a rick in him, but like man, a lot of um, players do. He has a rick in him. But Stephen Gerrard came in last season. And I thought, out of the two of them, he'd have Konza. And he was always, the word was he wasn't really having Konza, but he's definitely having Tyrone Mings. So, we couldn't believe it at the start of the season for the Bournemouth game. When he takes the captaincy off Tyrone Mings, give it to John McGinn, but puts Tyrone Mings on the bench and says something like, "When he learns to, when he when he when he's back to playing and concentrating on his game, then maybe one of that." He sort of waffled it off, mm. and I'm thinking, "Well, you've got to put him in the team to give him a chance to to show light." Anyway, Bournemouth doesn't go well. Then um, Carlos gets injured. He has to bring him back. And to be fair, he's been different class. I mean, the, the two goals the other day, the one where I think he had the toe around there, he's either edit and he's got up in the air and. Uh, Ready for the lad to go and finish uh, Foden to score like mm -hmm. no, I'm Mason Matt, sorry, yes, he, he scores yeah. the goal, and then uh, then the free kick he, he jumped in for the free kick. But when Tyron Mings makes a rick, usually ends up in a goal. But generally, his form has been consistent. I think yeah. that turned a lot of Villa fans against Gerard the way he treated Tyrone. And um, Tyrone was brilliant because he didn't say anything. A lot of mm -hmm. players would, would jump straight down his throat and say the bit, defend the corner, he never said a word. And I, all the time, I'm thinking, he can't, he can't really lose here. Soon S and all them were on TalkSport talking about it. And everyone, Tyrone, he's the centre of this conversation. And he never said a dicky. And then Stephen Gerrard has to defend what he said. But we did the interview with um, Stephen Gerrard and we gave him the opportunity. He said, oh, uh, when Tyrone can come and look me in the eye, then I'll think about playing him. Yeah. And Steve Herman yeah. asked the question, went, oh, you mean because of the injuries and all that? And he went, no, no. And he emphasised the, the fact he was making Tyrone means for him wasn't, more or less he's, he's, he gets got to his head and Sharon's so, uh, been like that for a long time though hasn't he on the Peter yeah. Crouch has, has told stories of similar things when he first went to Liverpool and how it mm. was on the training pitch yeah. in the dressing yeah. room and yeah strange well, I, I heard about El Hajjouf El Hajjouf is at Liverpool and apparently he wasn't the nicest of guys but Gerard didn't like him as a player and he thought he was a cheat uh, but he did score goals so he said every time in training he made sure he was on the opposite side and he smashed him every day in training every chance he got which, which, yeah, does happen with players, like, but then you don't yeah. tell people about it and <laughs> because it kind of, kind of puts you in a bad light. But, uh, yeah, it does. if he carries yeah. that on as a manager and the way he treated Tyro, then he had to backtrack from it. Tyro had to got back in the team and he was, Tyro's been one of our most consistent performers. Mm -hmm. Um, thank you for joining us tonight, Gary. But before you, we let you go, uh, how do you think Villa are gonna line up on Saturday? What sort of formation do you think they'll go with? Will they come at Newcastle, do you think, or will they? Will they try and soak up a little bit of pressure, catch us on the break, that kind of thing? Or, or do you think, you know, they will be a bit braver given the result of the weekend and they'll, they'll come for us a little bit and try and break us down? 
I think that they'll be a lot freer in their football. There'll be a lot more confidence about the side. But obviously, like any side, away from home against a team that's doing really well, you're going to yeah. sit in a little bit to start the game, feel your way into the game. Then obviously, like what what the way I see it happening, Newcastle will do ever so well and the crowd will be right behind and we'll nick a goal against a run of play just before half-time. You'll come all guns blazing second half. Then we'll nick the second goal. You might get a goal um, towards the yeah. end of the game and then we'll get the three, <laughs> third one, beat the 3-1. But is that in my head. Is that blind it probably, optimism? It won't happen like that. <laughs> yeah. There's only two yeah. teams put more than one past us and that they were Liverpool and City. Yeah. Yeah. We're a little bit better defensively these days, Gary, to yeah. be fair. Um, yeah. You know, like I mean, Botman like and Chef just out, outstanding centre-backs. I was going to say, as long as Jamal Lascelles doesn't get on the pitch, I think we'll be all right. Well, you never know. You you reminded me of Jamal Lascelles when you were uh, talking about Mings there. I think, I mean, I I don't rate Mings quite as highly as you do. I still think he's a reasonably good player, but I think the fact he's left-footed is doing him a lot of favours. I think think if if Lascelles was left-footed, he would have had a lot more minutes. Uh, for Eddie Howe and for us, but I, th- I think the yeah. fact that he's a left-sided centre-back really does help Mings, and he's six foot four and a half, so he's useful at a lot of things, being that tall. So, in answer to your question, I was resting about earlier. I, I'm, I'm praying for a draw. What I'll take one all. <laughs> so you're going, with, you're going with one-one. Is, yes. is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, but, what but, but, but the, secretly inside, inside the heart, saying three-one Villa. Is oh, it? Oh, all day. It's uh, listen, Gary, it's been an absolute honour and a pleasure to have you on, my friend. Um, thank you very much for giving us some of your time tonight. It's been uh, no fantastic insight. And uh, uh, obviously, I-, I would love to say best of luck to Villa, but I can't. Um, <laughs> and, and I- I- but uh, absolutely brilliant having you on, man. And uh, lots of luck uh, for the future as well, Gary, you know, in all no what you get up to. Thank okay, you so much. Cheers, Tom. Really enjoyed it. You take it Cheers, easy. Gary. Cheers, Gary. Good night. Top man. Absolutely nice. top man, Gary. There, mm-hmm. really, really nice fella. Uh, talks well, speaks very well, actually, uh, about the football. Um, nice could, guy. Uh, yeah, could have him on for a good couple of hours talking about football in his career. That might be good, actually, if we can. Yeah, um, if we can get uh, if we can get him back for a, do a show with him about his career, that would be uh, fantastic, mm-hmm. Billy. Ooh, so, we could do this as your life. He's played with yeah. Celeste, he's played with Celeste, Darren P. He has. PPR. Yeah, he did. Uh, Platy at Villa. Those are good players played with. Yeah, it could, it could, Danielle. That's a good idea. It could be a sort of a special. This is your life. I know. I mean, or I don't come is... up with them very often, but when I do, that's very true. Uh, this mm. is your footballing life. It could be called. Mm. Uh, it's with. It uh, could be the first one, Billy. Uh, mm. We'll leave that with you to have a chat with him and see if he'd be interested in doing that. Because I think it would be the clubs that he's played for. I think it would be absolutely fantastic to sort of talk to him about his career. Um, and, and different clubs and any sort of stories he's got from those also, different clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, yeah he, 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 he speaks really well. Uh, really, really good guest, that. Uh, right, uh, just to give you an update on where we are with subscribers, we need four. Four? Four Ooh. subscribers away. Now, listen, 15,000 subscribers is a monumental success. Trust me. When I started this channel with a little iPhone, uh, sitting at the dining room table, just screaming into an iPhone, never did I think in a million years it would turn out like this, that I'd have three fantastic hosts with me. I'd have a massive Ooh. big mod squad, fantastic mod squad, and I'd have all you guys out there, uh, incredible subscribers and viewers. Check, check, check uh, again, Paul. Incredible. Check again, apparently, the chat's kind of intimating something, so check again. Uh... Three away. It, it, it might say 15k on a lot of people's because yeah, it, it rounds it up. Round it up. So, yeah. 
listen, I'm not getting too carried away because remember what happened at 14k? We had the trolls come in and all that kind of stuff. It was <laughs> up and down like a yo-yo. So let's just let's just see. Uh, we'll go through a few more comments. Uh, Lawrence, good evening, mate. Uh, easy to get uh, excited over a legendary player getting a job, but Gerard is another example as to why they don't always make good managers. Um, I think he will be a good manager. I just think Villa was the wrong fit. Completely the wrong fit. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think he's a great tactician. Yeah, he and I don't well think he's a particularly good man manager either. Well, once you, once you remove those two factors, what's he got? We've got one of that team. Danielle, don't 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 you slag Scottish football off. We have a lot right. of Scottish friends. Do we? Yeah, he did do well at Rangers, but I don't. V- Villa from three or four different aspects was so poor. <laughs> I mean, Billy, we know how you feel about Scotland. I like Rangers, to be fair. I've got, I've got me dark blue on tonight, actually. Mm, indeed you do. Yeah, but mm. listen, Gary was right about what he says. Some managers lose their jobs and he, he, he may learn from it and he may learn to do things a bit differently. He may look back at his time at Villa and think, right, uh, if he is a bad man manager, he'll look at himself and say, right, I did that wrong, I handled that situation wrong. And maybe uh, whatever job he gets next, because I think he will get another job, it's Steven Gerrard. You know, his, his, his name carries wow. weight. I think, he, I think he needs to learn not to be as stubborn because they, as yeah. soon as he went, they swapped to a 4-2-3-1. Uh, and as Gary said, we saw passing triangles, intricacy, mm. tricks and, and space. They had a lot of shots. We won't be seeing you know, that they, on Saturday. They I would did very, very well. Yeah, um, uh, th- th- there won't be that. Uh, Matthew says, Brentford have been poor away this season. Winning 4-0 against them is not that big a deal. Although scoring four is great. Keep Bailey under control and we win easy. Uh, Sven and Fab will dominate Ings. Uh, that, that is actually going to be a big, a, a good battle, uh, Billy, between Ings and uh, our centre-backs because he's a crafty little player, Danny Ings. And, and you know, I know... You know, he's probably not what the player he used to be with the injuries he's had. But it, listen, he still knows where the goal is. He certainly knows where it is against us, doesn't he? Let's be honest. He's yeah. scored against us virtually every time he plays. But uh, he's never played against sense halves the quality that we've got now. Um, I think he'll get isolated Saturday, if I'm, if I'm being truthful. And I think he'll be mean drink to our sense halves. I'm being perfectly honest. Um, mm. I, I can't see him. I, think, I don't think he's got a pace to trouble our sense halves, if I'm being perfectly honest. Uh, Alex, uh, Flumpy Socks says you should be Prime Minister. Uh, high prayers indeed mm. uh, from Flumpy Socks there. Oh, oh, I mean, to be honest, you couldn't do any worse and what's already been there, can you? So, I mean, I say go well, for I'd it. Ra- I'd rather not. Well, if you put Wallace and Grummy in charge, it couldn't be worse than what we've already had there. <laughs> I mean, I do uh, like cheese, to be fair. Yeah, we've got some strange breaking news from Louis saying that uh, one dead and Arsenal yeah. star Pablo Mari hurt in a mass stabbing in Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are Arsenal out there, are they? No, no, he's I on think- loan. Oh, he's on loan. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh he's at loan at Monza. Um, yeah, a guy in a shopping centre stabbed six people. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Honestly, what Awful, is going on, man? Uh, King Hoddle, good evening to you, our uh, resident Tottenham fan here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we played Villa last season, Gerard's tactics revolved around trying to put half our team in the A&E department. Totally clueless. Um, Lawrence says uh, was surprised when I saw Emery got the job after last year glad he isn't in the dugout until next week I didn't uh, get him Mm-mm. it's a strange one that Danielle he's coming in just after he plays us well yeah I mean yeah I have to agree I don't know if I buy all this stuff about he didn't take the job because of his son or he didn't take the job for this reason I just think that he bottled it he didn't he didn't think he could achieve what the what the owners wanted Um so, I mean, it all worked out for the best because yeah. we've got Eddie Howe. And 
the way I see it is I don't have time or the need to look over my shoulder anymore to see what Aston Villa are doing because Newcastle United are massive. We're doing great things right now, so I don't need to be looking over my shoulder at anyone. I couldn't give a toss who, who managed them, to be honest. Yeah, Either way. Yeah. What I do know is that we'll be taking three points from them on Saturday, and that's it. Absolutely. Um, Aaron says, building very slowly. Um We've gone from 20th to 4th. And t- yeah, I don't mean in rise of league. I mean the way mm. the buy-in plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we mm-hmm. could I mean, have gone fair, out... We did spend 60 on Isak, but Sweden broke him after three matches. That's just Yeah, but uh, 60 on Isak. Liverpool spent 90 on Nunes. Come on. I mean, you know, mm. we, we, we are... I think, you know, Gary put it really well. We che- we've cherry-picked very good players. We've, yeah. we've, we, we've targeted these players and we've gone for them no matter how difficult it is, but we've got them in. Uh, and I think that's the way they're going. It, it's it's onwards and upwards, and I, I'm I'm loving it, me. I'm I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. Uh, Jordan says, uh, "Good evening." Uh, joining late again because on the late shift, going to re uh, rewind to the beginning. Uh, John Joe, I think I missed this four pound forty nine. Thank you again, my friend. Uh, January will be crucial if we can get Diaby, Trossard, and Madison plus a backup keeper. I would be happy with that. Over a hundred mil. Calm down. Yeah, we're not going to do that. I don't think. <laughs> You never know. Oh, right back on loan, maybe. I think we might be kind of back up just in yeah, case. Yeah, I agree. I don't think we're going to go out and spend hundreds of millions every window. I don't think that's the no, case. No, no, I so. don't. Did we'll an aeroplane just go over your house, Danielle? No. Oh, sounded like an aeroplane going over somebody's house. No, I mean, not that I'm aware of. Just my uh, Glebe of the Week. Uh, interesting. Uh, question for Gary, but he's not here now. Uh, why did Villa start all the animosity towards the team? Well, I don't think Gary would have answered that, to be honest. I think uh, it was poor banter, isn't it? It was, it was, it was meant as banter. That's it was poorly. Uh, yeah. the, the sob on who's the tine. Who's the yeah. next Messiah? And a deck. Aye. Sob on the tine, I think, Original. was the banner that really pissed us all off, to be quite honest. I think that's mm. what did it. And then mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. the, the, the absolute atrocious banter that the Villa fans try and hurl towards Newcastle still to this moment. You know, even the way they're going about Unai Emery, you know, that he didn't want to come to Newcastle. He's gone to Villa mm. because they're a bigger club. My God, get a grip. Seriously. I've got the, I've got the answer to the question. Mm-hmm. And the answer mm. is quite simply jealousy. Aston Villa, while they, while they were the European Cup back in 82, fortunately, I might add, um, they've never played Champions League football. And Newcastle United have on countless occasions. They haven't uh, kind of threatened the league since 1992. We have on two or three occasions. They're a bit jealous of us. We get 52,000 people in our ground every week. Theirs doesn't hold 40. They're jealous. Simple as that. Mm. Understandable. I can't uh, can't disagree. Uh, Almiron has boundless energy and is made for the pressing that is so pivotal in the modern game. Uh, Well, certainly the way Eddie Howe puts his teams out, his tactics, etc. It's funny watching people write those comments because this is what I've been saying for 12 months and people were just like, nah, it's not enough. It's not important. I mean, but 12 months ago, he wasn't playing that position, was he? He was playing as a cam or as well, a... okay, right? Not 12 months ago, but sometime prior to six months ago, yeah. You are, you did, yeah. Uh, by the way, it's it's not an aeroplane, uh, it's my washing machine. Uh, <laughs> oh, Susan must so have we can't hear it. Uh, that's true of your head, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> uh, well, I really hope not, Billy. Really. Susan's getting stronger, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doug says, uh, I hope uh, I have heard that Howe has lost patience with ASM and wants to sell him in January. Came from a friend who was in the director's box during the Everton game. Absolutely. Um, 
Rubbish. Yeah, not reading anything into that at all, mm. to be honest. Uh, it's don't not... start, don't have an opinion about ASM, mind. Oh, Christ, no! <laughs> no! Listen, no. bottom line is, bottom line is, Maxi's injured. It's not his fault. He's got an injury. He's had a reoccurring. We had, we did have people talking about him today. Bruno talked about him in the Premier League video that came out. He did, and said mm. that he was one of his one of his close friends, and they speak mm. French together. But if you uh, remember, in the first few months, people were saying, oh, they don't like each other. Bruno's uh, stolen his thunder. Max yeah, this, I remember Max that. that. I remember and that. Bruno's come out and said, oh, no, he was brilliant with me. He was brilliant. We speak French together. We were really close. Was that me so who that said that, Alex? Yeah, because we, we, no, I mean, all listen, we all said something, didn't um, we, about the way Maxi came off the pitch and, and what sort of ovation he got to Bruno yeah. and all of this. And, and you know, I think we were all to blame for that kind of crap, to be fair. Mm. Agree. Yeah. yeah, but it's nice that yeah. we've had it clarified by by Bruno himself, by a player, so now we can rule it out. So, mm. okay. Uh, John Joe thinks Villa is going to be a dirty game. Well, I mean, they were uh, 14 fouls against Brentford. Can't be bothered with any more injuries, tackles. me like. No thanks. I mean, yeah, I mean, look. Yes, he does. He does. Um, isn't Douglas Louise that one who uh, who is um, going out with uh, Alicia yeah. Lehman? Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Yeah. Who's Alicia Lehman? Don't tell me you don't know who Alicia Lehman is. The the, fe- the female a, a footballer. Plays for Villa. Oh, I don't know who that is. Sorry. No, I don't. Uh-huh. I've never seen it. I've never seen him either. <laughs> oh, whatever, Billy. Billy, you are a lion twat as well. Um, <laughs> I've never watched. You'll see why women, we're laughing so... when when you Google it. <laughs> I'm not Googling nothing. That's Billy Tracy's. <laughs> I didn't say Google. Right, hang on. I'll, 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 I'll get a picture of it, Danielle, and then you can make your... Oh, yeah. If this is going to be some kind of sexist, like... Of course it is. It's not. She's a, fe- she's a Switzerland international, man. Um... Do, it do it now, Paul. Do it now, Paul. Go on, do it now. <laughs> do it now? <laughs> do what now? You had his camera off, man. Mm-hmm. Billy, that's you're a disgrace to humanity. Like you really are. I need to. Um, she look, plays a very attractive brand of football. That's what I'll say. Oh, really? Mm. No, to be fair, she's a bloody good footballer. If I'm only honest, seen, I mean, I've, I've never seen Aston Villa women. I've ever. seen against. Uh, she was in the WS. Well, I watched them a few weeks ago. They were playing Man City actually at Villa Park, and she scored. Mm. Um, yeah. All accounts, she can play in a few positions as well. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, she's uh, Switzerland, I think she plays for internationally. So she's a good player, and I didn't realise that she was actually. Um, there's been a few TikTok videos. That, no, Billy, I'm not. I, I'm not into all that. I've got a very fine-looking woman myself, um, and I, you know, so I think I didn't realise she was dating Douglas Louise until they were in a couple of TikToks together. Um, I think they did a Premier League video together as well, to be fair. Yeah, she's, a, she's had a few talent. clubs, I think. She's been at West Ham, she's been at Everton. Um, well, I've learned well, something new today, haven't I? So there you well, go. there you go, yeah. What's the, what's the name again? I've forgotten what name is now. I'm not telling you, Billy. Um, yeah. Matthew says, uh, no Douglas Louise, so it won't be half as dirty as it could have been. Hmm. And they've got Den Donker, who we, we played so well against him. He got <sighs> subbed off when we played against Wolves. Yeah, Den Donker for me is not exactly like... He's not... Nah. I don't worry about Dendonga. Uh, Wadey and his guitar says, remember, don't sell Kabai, Johan Kabai. Let's prop a riot this time if Bruno is sold. Times are very different. 
yeah, times are very, very different now. Um, so I, I'm not even worried about that because we look, look, we know, we know that the club is working to keep Bruno and and build something special around I think, him. I think we've got to remember he's really happy here and he's settled. So I don't think there's an immediate reason why you would say, "Oh yeah, I want to go to Chelsea. I want to go mm. to Liverpool." Do you know what I mean? I, I don't. I don't think there would be right now. Yeah. So I think now is a really good time to get the contract extension sorted and whatever details of that, and let's put that one to bed and forget about it because. You just wonder what the issue of the transfer window is going to be this time around. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So is it yeah, going to be, yeah. oh my God, is Bruno going to be sold like for the whole I mean, to, to be fair though, judging by how quickly this project seems to be going, how ahead of yeah. schedule, there's no guarantee that moving to a club like Liverpool or Chelsea is going to bring any more trophies than if he stays with us. Absolutely. Exactly. There's no guarantee yeah. at the moment. Um, mm. You know, it's hard to win trophies at the moment with some of the quality around. Mm. The, the only team in the league where you are guaranteed trophies at the moment is Man City. Everybody mm. else is, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a gamble. You're not guaranteed anything. Will ASM be back against Villa? Swift answer, no. Be funny. No. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Imagine if Man City uh, won nothing. When... It would be, it would be, it would be hell on, wouldn't it? Indeed. Uh, when he's sacking the SM back, what do you think the squad is looking like? Uh, bloody awesome is what I think it's looking mm. like. Um, yeah. Uh, John Joe says, anyone know of an overrated melt called Jack Grealish? Uh, yeah, I've been in, I, I meant to ask Gary about what he thought of Grealish's comments. He did He did touch on it, saying he doesn't believe Miggy's form's anything to do with it, didn't he? Um, but there you go. Um, <laughs> I think it might have a little something to do with it, uh, just to throw it back at him, to be honest, but uh, hey-ho. Uh, right. 15,001 subscribers. Woo! 15,001. Let's get that up away from the 15,000 marks. Nobody can spoil the night, <laughs> but we are there. We're at 15K, guys. Wow. Incredible. Absolutely Incredible. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, we will celebrate maybe in about 20 minutes when we've uh, got a, a really true reflection of where we are because uh, you never know. Some idiots might be watching who are just doing it deliberately, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, up the one says, think it will be a tougher game now. Gerard is gone, uh, but still think we will win 3-1. Uh, Paul says, uh, the best thing about Gerard was when he slipped against Chelsea and cost Liverpool the title. Well, Denver everyone will remember that. Steve Gerrard, Gerrard. Yes. He slipped on his... Whatever he did. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sam says, and all fingers on the same wavelength as the Brit. Not sure what you mean there. Grim Trousers says, uh, love longing for weekends again, watching the mighty magpies. Uh, Bill says, greetings, lads and lasses. Hi from Switzerland. Home of Fabian Cher, of course. Uh, I'm Lisa Lehman. I thought you'd Billy. forgotten a name, Billy. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just seen it in the chat. <laughs> you can tell what Billy's going to be doing tonight, just uh, watching, watching ladies Absolutely football. Absolutely not. Uh, yeah. Uh, United still nil-nil versus the only sheriff in town. Uh, yeah. That's one nil to my United. Oh. We don't say United either. It's Manchester United. Yeah, Manchester United. Uh, Diego Dolo scored. Thank you. Uh, thank you, John. Welcome to the family, my friend. Uh, Bill says the tune will hump Villa 4-1. Might as well put the lottery on as well. Our defence is mint, says Stephen. Uh, nice work getting Gary on, Billy. It certainly it's is, good. yeah. Well played, uh, mate. You know, you see Gary in town, you know, with a, with his pork pie hat and his braces and his tonic trousers. 
he was in the right place at the right time for the two tone stuff. He, he loved it. He loved it. Yeah. Through. Yeah. Uh, Gleam of the Week says, Paul, why didn't you ask him about the animosity? But look, he's a guest on our channel. I'm not going to talk about bollocks like that. that. That's the Villa fans that need to answer that, not Gary Thompson. Yeah, we'd rather hear um, about the football than. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, no. Uh, can't wait to be heading down to St. James's Park first time this season on Saturday with the wife and my nine year old as I try and get him excited about football. Can't think of a better way to spend my 50th birthday. Oh, happy you enjoy birthday. it. Have a great birthday, time. Aston. Uh, indeed. Uh, Jack, good evening. Uh, everyone get subscribing. Uh, thank you, mate. And, uh, well, same back to you. Uh, go and uh, subscribe to Jack's channel, Toon TV. Oh, is that Jack, uh, is yeah, great kid. He's, he's got a great channel going there. So, uh, channel. Really, I didn't know that was Jack. I'll go follow him. Yeah. Uh, George Brown says 15K now. Geez, well done, Paul. Channel's grown massively. It's not just me. It's these guys on the screen. It's Susan. It's the mods. Everybody's played the part. Uh, you know, who's been involved in this channel. Um, congratulations, Kieran. Somebody made an interesting point earlier about looking forward to weekends, it yeah. is, isn't it? It's it's completely yes. different. We used to dread Saturdays, didn't we? Oh, god, right. uh, I mean, I, mate, every, yeah, I used to dread so much. I've never seen Matt today so much. I used to, I wouldn't watch it if we got beat, so no, nah. I didn't watch it for like six months every year, and now. Every week watching it, it's brilliant. Mm. Just a complete. I only, used to, yeah. I only used to look forward to Saturdays during the international break. That was it, because you knew we were having a week off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Listen, it was it was just as bad going to the ground. You know, you come out the ground and then you walk past the uh, players' entrance, and that used to be known as the walk of shame for us fans because mm. there was no singing, all the heads were down. Nah. Uh, but now everybody's singing, chanting. Even when we draw, they're still singing. Yeah, even when uh, we lost to Liverpool, like we were all. Cheering the cheering the players on exactly. Mm. Um, Charlie Tuck, thank you for your five pound super chat. He says, Been to six matches and never seen a win. I'm going to St. James's again this Saturday, hoping no. to break that streak. I, I think sure I should will. take your ticket. Yeah, give Stato your ticket. You. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was really lucky. Stato's never seen us lose, so there is a there is a big mm. difference there. Uh, Jordy Metal, thank you for your 20 quid super chat, mate, and thank you for your continued support on the channel. Uh, congrats on the 15k, it's well deserved. You've all helped me get through some bad times. Well, thank you very, very much, mate. Uh, listen, doing this has helped us through some bad times yes. as well, so you know, it, it's uh, right back at you guys. Uh, John says, uh, hope you don't mind me being an Arsenal fan tuning in. Oh, how dare you, John? Uh, of course we don't. Excellent channel for talking football. Well done to Newcastle and the fans. Thank you very much, mate. Fair play, fair play. Uh, really appreciate that. Oh, actually, that's, that is the, the game I'm looking forward to the most this season is playing against Arsenal. Mm, yes, it, it should be very we, interesting. Yeah, because they're, they're playing out their skin, interesting formation, yeah. just everything. And we're, we're the same. That is genuinely, I'm really looking forward to that. Indeed. Uh, Stiff Gator says, Michael Beal was the real brains of Gerard's operation at Rangers and Villa. Gerard is nothing without Beal and mm. got exposed hard once Beal went to QPR. Uh, Beal will be a top manager one day. Mm. Uh, interesting. Is he the one who got into... Like, I think so, yeah. He declined them. He's, stay, he's staying at uh, QPR, isn't he? He's, he's turning down Premier League jobs. He's, he's turned Wolves down. To I stay think there. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he, he definitely turned Wolves down. I don't yeah, know that. that. So, um, listen, hats off to him. Uh, that, I mean, that, QPR are, they're I, flying. I think they're um, well within reach, aren't they? They're in the. I think they might just be in the playoff spots. I haven't checked. The no, I think they're higher team. than that, Alex. I think they're in the top three. Are they? I think. I think that top sort of eight was oh, so close, weren't um, they? The last time yeah. I checked, Blackburn were top, but that might have changed now. Could be a Willock Derby next season. Mm, it could. could be indeed. Mm. 
Uh, he's doing really well, Willock's brother down there. Uh, Wes says, uh, 15K, well done, or by far the best NUFC channel out there. How are the lads? Uh, thank you very much, Wes. Um, but, you know, there is some great channels out there, bar hours as well. Um, you know, if you, you look at uh, Rubenstein, Adam P, you look at Newcastle Fans TV, Magpie Loaded. Channel, uh, Loaded, uh, and, of course, John Sinclair, who's battling on, bless him. He's a great, uh, great guy. So there is some really good channels out there. So, um but we're, we're happy to be up there, and that's the main thing. We're happy to continue to build, and that's all we've ever wanted to do, to be honest. Uh, Tom says the Scots are okay rather them than Southerners. Oh, dear. Um, somebody's upset Tom down the line somewhere. I'm, I'm uh, a Southerner compared to most. I well, mean, I yeah. like Southerners. Yeah. I, Bloody I'm a, Southerners. Am I a Southerner? I mean, I'm from the yes. Isle of Man. Does yeah. that count as no, Southerner? No, you're Southerners. You're, it well, no. sounds to me. So well, yeah. I Listen, mm. I Darlington's south to me, so South yeah. You bloody Southerners. Uh, George T, thank you very much for your £5 super chat. Uh, Paul, if you're not going on Saturday, who will be eating my sweets? Um, well, I think Leon will do a good job, mate. Just hand him the bag and he'll just finish them for you. You yeah. know that. No, well, not, um, not Leon Bailey, though. No, no, no. No. Uh, no. Uh, Leon, by the way, is the father of uh, her that won Love Island a Amber. couple of years ago. Amber Heard. Uh, Amber, not Amber Heard. <laughs> hey! Um, <laughs> Don't you mention the her name on this channel. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> well, it's slang, ain't it? Absolutely. Uh, Amber, Amber Gill, of course. Amber mm. Heard, for Christ's sake. Um, Bill says, after 15K, your next target should be 52,400. Uh, um, well. uh, hey, listen, we grow. We grow all the time, so, you know, come back to us in 2065 and we might be there. Um... It's about time, says I read everyone. Personally, I don't think Gerard even did well at Rangers. Two horse race up there, and he only won one trophy out of possible nine trophies through various competitions. Yeah. Right, well, I stand corrected then. He was shite. Um, in Scotland, if you've got with the Rangers or the Celtics, you're going win the league. No danger. Exactly. That was my uh, point. All right, all right. You have made your points, guys. Mm -hmm. uh, right, uh, just before we get Alex's uh, stats up on the screen, if you are enjoying today's show, please don't forget to hit that like button. And if you're new to the channel, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Become part of this incredible community of subscribers who we love very dearly. Uh, and also the notification bell, which will let you know when we go live or we upload videos. You can, of course, uh, donate to the channel if you wish by hitting the dollar sign at the bottom of the live comments. That will take you through that way. You can join the Tune Review become a, a member we've got lots of members giveaways uh, in fact we're giving away some stuff tomorrow night on the halloween special uh mm. just hit the join button underneath the video uh, and of course you can join our groups on facebook we're on twitter at the tune review and of course instagram as well so get yourselves on there uh, and we also do merchandise and this is where you find it so let's get down let's get down to Yeah, tunereview.co.uk is the place to go. I'm still trying to get me here. Uh, Jimmy's song Jimmy, out my head Jimmy, when that comes Jimmy. on. I know. Yeah, just unbelievable. Uh, what a guy. What a guy. Oh, just incredible. Incredible. Oh, uh, right, just before we get Alex's stats on the screen, uh, I'll go through my little homework that I normally do for you uh, about uh, Aston Villa. Uh, we have played them a, a total number in, this is all competitions, of 169 times. Uh, Newcastle have won 72, Villa 58, 
and also 58 drawn. Um, the last Premier League match at St James's Park finished 1 0 to Newcastle United. Can anyone remember the goal scorer? Trippier. It was indeed Kieran Trippier. Well After done, 35 minutes. Um, it was a free kick as well. You know uh, what, right? We could go on family fortunes and Billy could Billy could oh, absolutely. all the questions. Yeah, win. yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. It's just family a family fortune. <laughs> Name something blue. My T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, sometimes I think some of the questions could be a little risky to put Billy, well, me and <laughs> Billy on, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I think it would be wrong in every way. Thank you, Phoebe. <laughs> what is that? All right, thank you. Mm. Well, you've been yeah. a dentist. <laughs> well, you've been the dentist. <laughs> Why? So, so you. Yeah, give it to, to, to swell your mouth with. No, no, no. Yeah, no. The, the the curtain and the drink mixed together kind of looks, looks a bit like a dentist's office, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, um, the last Villa win at St James's Park. Um, uh, uh, can anyone remember that? 1999, I'm going to say. Uh, the one where Shiva got sent off. Uh, it was actually 2005. Oh, since then. Oh, that's, the, that's the punch up, ain't it? The punch up game. Of course, it is. Newcastle oh, United yeah. nil, Aston oh, Villa three. Uh, Juan Pablo Angel scored after five minutes, and then the lead was doubled and tripled by two Gareth Barry penalties. Uh, game, yeah. So it was a, a rather awful game uh, for us to remember. Uh, now, the Premier League record against Aston Villa is we've played 50 times in the Premier League. Uh, Newcastle have won 23, Villa only 11. And we've drawn 16. Uh, so really the stats are in our favour for, for, for Saturday. Uh, we have scored a total of 67 goals against the Villa and they've scored 47. So we've scored a lot more than them. We've beaten them a lot more. What you're saying is, Paul, it's looking good. Oh, we're going to trounce the twats, I'm telling you. Mm, trounce mm, them. Mm. Uh, right. Uh, here we go with uh, some uh, statistical graphics. Oh. Mm. Right, well, we've got the lineups here. So this is this is the the lineup that Villa last put out against Brentford with their win. Obviously, um, you can see a few things that, that Gary mentioned with uh, pushing uh, Watkins out on the right hand side uh, worked quite well. Bailey left footed over to his natural side on the left to be a natural winger. Buendia in behind Ings worked a lot better, um, and then Luis next to Dandonka. There was a lot more balance in this game. There was a lot more balance yeah. in the players. Uh, it looked a better system. Having Young is working better than Digne was, to be fair. There's no doubting Digne's quality, but the fact that Cash and, and that him both like getting super far forward. Um, yeah, th th this just has a lot more balance, considerably more balance. Alex, I need um, to interrupt you for just one second. Mm -hmm. We've gone down to 15,000 subscribers now, so we've lost a subscriber somewhere along the line. Um I wanted more by the end of the show, guys, because we, we can celebrate properly tomorrow night, of course. But uh, hmm. Jesus, man. Um, oh, sorry, Alex, carry on. Uh, where was I? I can't um, remember. Yeah, through me. You're saying Villa was shit. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, so somebody mentioned earlier that Luis is not available. I, I haven't seen that yet. I'm not he sure where available. that is. His red card got rescinded, so he's available. I was going to say, well, he put something on Twitter today saying that he uh, was looking forward to playing in the game. Yeah, there was a Sky Sports message the other day, like a like a little video report saying that it was rescinded and he can play because he was available to play against uh, 
did they say Leeds? I can't remember. Somebody Brent, Brentford. Was it? Was it the Brentford game? Yeah. Um, I don't think they. I can't remember when they last played Leeds. It was a four or five matches ago. Um, so yeah, th- they've got a reasonably good squad. Uh, Kamara, I think, is out. He was out for the Brentford game. Yeah, he's out. So we might see some variation of this again potentially. Um, obviously. Unai Emery's not in yet. He won't be in for the weekend. So it'll most likely be a similar system to this and probably a very similar lineup, I would imagine. They've had a week's rest. You know, we, we had the, the tough fixture congestion, the, the, the three in a week. So we've both had a bit of rest. Um, as as for us, well, we can, we can do this in the predictions. I've just thrown a random lineup on. Obviously, maybe Longstaff, maybe Willett, but it's, it's generally going to be something similar to this. Uh, and if we look at Villa, if we look at their FOT mob... Here it is. So here's just some random statistics based on uh, all the teams in the Premier League. So their overall rating is 13. Goals per match, they're down in 14th place. Goals conceded, they're in 10th. Uh, XG is at 12th place. Clean sheets in 12th place. Possession is in 11th place. So very much mid-table data here when it comes to, you know, the important stats. Um, And if we go to... Where are they? Yeah, they are. And you can see, in my opinion, this might be part of the problem. I really do think they've had too many players in. They've got so many players through the, through the door. You've got um, Bednarik on, on, in on loan from Southampton. You've got Dendonka, Ashley Young in on a free, Olsen, Coutinho, Kamara, Carlos. You've got just so many. If I just scroll down this list of arrivals and, uh, and departures, um, there, there is a huge, huge, huge list there. Uh, really, really funny to see Ashley Young uh, top of their ratings table <laughs> as well. That's quite hilarious, considering they brought in, you know, what they thought was two really good fullbacks in Cash and Dinier. To have Ashley Young come back and, and be out rating everybody is, is pretty funny. Um, much of a muchness with their ratings as well. As I pointed out last week, um, who was it with? Who did we play? Everton. Same with Villa. Most of their high-scoring players are all defensive players, with the exception of John McGinn and Buendia. You've got uh, Martinez, the goalkeeper. Young's playing as a fullback. You've got Douglas Luiz, who's more of a defensive midfielder. Consa, Kamara. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of defensive players getting the higher ratings. Uh, Brentford game. So we can have a look at the stats of them versus Brentford. So they had less possession than Brentford at home. Um Interesting, because considering how they set up in a 4-2-3-1 at home, I'm surprised they, they ceded so much possession. Um, but it didn't matter. They had 19 shots, 11 on target. They were the better of the teams. My lamp's just blown the bulb. Lovely. Great. You'll have, you'll have to be in darkness. <laughs> I wondered what that noise was there. That's my lamp went. It's very ghostly, that is, isn't it? It is, very. yeah. And I found something interesting when I was um, digging earlier. I looked at Leon Bailey, so... Yeah, much improved. I, I do. I know you like Bayer Leverkusen, Paul, and I do as well. I think they're. I a do. Neat, I've watched them for quite a few years. They're a neat team, and he. I remember he was brilliant for Leverkusen for a long time, and he was always rumored to get that big, big Champions League move, and it just never came because the teams were a bit unsure, and we kind of see why now because he didn't quite hit the ground with Villa, but two goals, two assists so far this season. Um, and funnily enough, when I scroll down, you'll see something very interesting. Who does he remind you of from our squad? Left-footed. He's a winger. He's 25. Miggy? Maxi. Miggy? If I, if I scroll down, look who his closest stat match is. 
Smacked <laughs> Quite funny. Smacked I thought that was worth pointing oh. out. Uh, Alex, um, he's not right-footed. He's not left-footed. I said, I said left. Max is right-footed. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what you you just said it left-footed. Well, I didn't mean that they were both left-footed. Ah, Castori to Stato. Finally, I got one. I've been waiting for that moment. I'm, I'm, for oh, like you have no months. idea. You have Clutching no idea. There I'm well aware, Max. All right, get on with it. Don't anger him. It's Thursdays. <laughs> uh, well, that's a good point as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Mings and concert, typically quite a solid pairing as long as Mings is um, well, focusing somewhat and not being erratic. Um, but 900 minutes this season, he's about to turn 30. So he's he's arguably peak age for a centre-back. He is enormous at six foot four and a half left-footed. Um, if the data wants to show up. Um, yeah, not really what Villa need, though, at all. I think they, this is probably one of the reasons why they're struggling to be a possession-retaining team. Coutinho is play, always generally playing a lot further up. Uh, the double pivots aren't quite working out. Kamara's struggling. Douglas Luiz has been struggling a little bit. The centre-backs, the, the passing is a little bit to be desired, um, which is funny because Southgate brought Mings in to be an understudy because he can pass. He's, he's not, not as good as Botman, but... Is that, is that Mings' okay. stats, is it? Is that, that's Mings yeah, this is Tyrone Mings. <laughs> I'm just looking on the player comparison. I could see Titus Bramble, Kashapa, uh, <laughs> Ethan Pinnock. There's another one. <laughs> to be fair, his stat matches are quite poor. Um, when you go on Botman... No shit, Sherlock! When you, when you go on Botman's profile, the other 10 are generally other left-footed quality centre-backs from European leagues. Maldini this, and, uh, you know... <laughs> You know, I, I can't say I know who Katena is. And Jose Font is is about 49 years old at this point, let's be honest. Mm. Um, so, yeah. yeah, They're, they're doing... It's, it's just a shame. It's what I said the other day. We seem to have a knack at the moment of playing teams when they've just come out of their funk. And I think Villa are just coming out of theirs, unfortunately. But I think it might be a little bit too... Nah, I think they've a got a few more soon. games to go before I class them as out of the funk. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. It won't be out the fun concert, I'll tell you now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Wait, about time. Says, uh, did anyone see my tweet? If I finished, I said if we finish in the top six, I'll get a tattoo dedicated to Adam P. Oh, I did see that earlier. I didn't know. I uh, doing. why not the tune review? Hmm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's a big shout for top six. What are you going to do when we win a trophy? Good, I know. Well, he'd get the tune review <laughs> tattooed on his ass, won't he? Um, uh, Matthew says, get a tat of Paul, not Adam P, man. Different channel. Listen. Oh, you can get both. One on each arse cheek, right? Are you, crying? Are you calling me an arse? Well, anyway, no, he doesn't um, get the tattoo first. Okay. <laughs> Twat. Play um, nice, boys. Play nice. Listen, it's not even Friday. He's starting already. He's starting already. Well, the glasses are off, aren't they? There you go. That should have been a I know. Sign. Yeah, the glasses are off. Clark Kent disappears and the nasty twat comes through. Uh, Tom says uh, 15,000 subscribers. Wow, not that far off. What's Sunderland get at home? Indeed. Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we're, well, we're up Villa there now. We're in the championship. And Villa. And all, yes. yes. Um, uh, Beal will be the next Eddie Howe, says Julie J. Uh, definite yeah. chance James Lawrence Holcott's saying a lot of good things about him at QPR, so... Hmm. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Jean says, isn't John Sinclair in my new channel? Well, yeah, from time to time, I guess he is. Mm. Uh, QPR is second or third in the championship at the minute. 
Uh, Darren says, uh, give Bruno whatever he wants. It won't upset the squad. He deserves it. They know how important he is to the team. Uh, Going to say this now and say that Bruno G is the best all-round midfielder in the Premier League. Can't disagree with that. Well, ahead of De Bruyne. All-round. I mean, yeah, Defen- when you talk about balance. Defensive. Got, 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 he's better defensively than De Bruyne. He's better looking than De Bruyne. Oh, for God's sake. He hasn't got Look, ginger I'm, I'm taking wins where I can get them, right? Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the club has given me back the feeling of gawping at that hallowed stretch of turf beneath him and without being able to do a thing about it, falling in love. Oh. I, 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 that's an emotional tweet, Dad. That's, that's a, a, that's a message. Nice. That is an emotional, emotional comment. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby is an emotional comment. Mm-hmm. It, well, true. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, ooh, his version is in my head also. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, Jimmy cheered me up on Tuesday. Wonder how the chickens are going. Uh, well, he's probably killed them all by now. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, Matthew says, that's a shit call. You were right, Paul. Celtic were miles in front. Uh, Stevie G done a great job and turned the whole club around. Oh, it's opinions, isn't it, I guess. Uh, Tom says, Paul on the Vimtor there. Vimtor, good God, no. It's mm. apple and black currant. Um, Cheeky Vim time. If you say, if you say. Uh, good evening to Paul Gallant. Uh, that was the boy you die game. It was indeed mm. the boy die, boy you die game. Um, Ab says my dentist doesn't have a curtain. No, I, I, I don't know many <laughs> dentists that do have a curtain. To be honest, I mean, what what dentist do you go to, Alex? To be fair? of the week, just for being so random. <laughs> I love it though. What dentist do you go to with a curtain? You sure she didn't mean to put an S on the end and just say my dentist doesn't have curtains? Hmm? No, okay. no. They don't <laughs> have curtains. That You go into a room, Alex. I mean, yeah. you know, your, your dentist might be a bit different than everybody else's, I suppose. You know, going down the private route, obviously. You know, mm. paying, you know, 300 quid for a film and all that. Um Malx is uh, not worried about any of our future opponents now and still singing Jimmy's version. What a man. Oh, dear God. Uh, Matthew says, uh, Billy is proper smart. I bet he'd be great on the chase. Exactly what I was Ooh. thinking before. Mm-hmm. Although not very good at being chased. Well, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, uh, Looney Tunes this evening, everyone. Keep up the great content coming up and the mags. Good vibes. Indeed, indeed. Um, let's have a look. Uh, Buendia could be their problem where he sits could occupy Bruno's space and force Bruno to defend more yeah but if we go on the attack he's going to have to be defending a bit more isn't he so the battle yeah if Bruno gets the better of him then that's not an issue it just depends I think he will there's there's not many who've got the better of Bruno this season in the midfield let's be honest let's hope he's had some clip this week eh? well that's uh, yeah yeah Mm. right let's move on to the uh, final piece of the jigsaw on the preview show it's the uh Team lineups. Who do we think is going to play? Who do we think is not going to play? And we'll start. Alex is obviously tired, um, so we'll start with you, Alex. Uh, what's your What's your team lineup? I got to get up at five a.m. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you're, right, you're stop the, whole, it. the whole team, yeah. Well, uh, that, that would help, Alex. I don't think we want to put seven or eight out, mate. Well, you know, the start eleven oh, will be leave good. Him alone. No, I'm I'm taking this opportunity, Danielle, because I don't get many of them. <laughs> Because he's normally so switched on and quick, I never get the chance. So I am riding that horse tonight. 
I'll go with Carrius in goal. What? <laughs> no, <of course> not. <laughs> Nick Pope in goal. We'll have Dan Byrne, Botman, Fabian Scher and Kieran Trippier as the back four. I think he's then going to go with Bruno as the six, with Joe Linton as the left eight and Longstaff as the right eight. Mm. I think... I want to see Willock, but I think he'll go with Longstaff for the just rigidity and because they've got quite a lot of tricky, pacey, counter-attacky. Yeah, I think he might go for Longstaff. Um, mm. And then the front three picks itself with uh, Murphy, Wilson um, and Miggy on the right. So you think he'd bring Murphy back in? Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Billy Bob Coleman. Yeah, exactly the same team as Alex. I think he'll bring um, Murphy in. For Willock, and I think he'll try and solidify the middle, middle of the park a little bit more. But I think we'll still kind of try and dominate, and that's where we're going to try and win the game, I think. Um, and I, I think we'll see Willock later on, definitely. Interesting. Yeah, exactly I mean, he got 45 minutes, didn't he, when Joe Linton yeah. had to go off? So, yeah. Uh, Gary says, uh, sorry, uh, chased or chastised, Billy? Either <laughs> or, they're both fit. <laughs> wow. Uh, Danielle, uh, what's your, what's your uh, team lineup? Same, it's strongest team for me. But I, I, what I want from Saturday is to see a bit more of John Joe. So hopefully we'll see him for a bit longer. Um, mm, really yeah. good to see him back, but I really like to see a bit more of of kind of what he's what he's been you know working on and mm-hmm. how he is now. Yeah, mm. I still think that Eddie Howe's got him penciled in to start Crystal Palace in the cup, I think. Probably, um, probably right a good, there. a good 90 minutes yeah. run out. It'd be nice if um, we could be sort of 2-0 up after an hour and then John Joe can play half an hour. Yeah, Wait. yeah. We can save Bruno. Indeed. Uh, well, my team is exactly the same, except I'm going for Willock instead of Longstaff this time. Um, so I think Eddie may fancy some goals and I think he's going to give Willock the opportunity to get them, but... You never know. As I say, you never know. That with being any... said, Longstaff has more goals than Willock this season. Yes, we'll quickly move on, Alex. Um, <laughs> um, what's your score prediction, Alex? And score us, please. I'm going to go with 3-0. I think Wilson's going to get one. I think Miggy's going to get another one. And because it's it's long overdue, I don't even know. I'm going to say Shotman because one of the two I've got to score a header from a corner. <laughs> I'm going to put my eggs in both baskets. Okay. I'm not going to call him Bar, am I? It's got to be Shotman. <laughs> very true. Very true. Uh, Billy, score prediction here. Oh, I'm going to say 2 0 to Newcastle. Okay. Uh, Callum Wilson Brace. Danielle? I feel a bit backed into a corner again this week. You are. I, I yes. was going to go 2 0. Then I thought, uh-huh. well. Billy's gone 2 0, then Alex said 3 0. I'm like, I'm going to have to go 4 0, Anna. I can't see them scoring against us. I know I they beat Brentford, them. but Brentford have been really poor recently. So yeah, they have. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. Scare I, I, don't, me too I honestly much. don't think they'll score. And I think, um, you know, it's certainly not going to be a 1 0 for me. So that only leaves me really with 4 0. So I'll take it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'm going 3 0 as well. I agree with Alex. Uh, and I'm going for Callum Wilson to get a couple and Joe Willock. I think it's time he scored uh, and uh, I'd love to see it. Uh, so 3 0 to me. But uh, very, very positive predictions coming in in the chat as well. 3 0s, 4 1s, 3 1s, 2 1s. You know, it, it, again, uh, I don't see any predictions coming in for Aston Villa or even a draw. 
Um, I'll tell you I think, what, I think, I, I think Ashley Young's going to feel his age Saturday. I think Miggy against him, if they do... Oh, Christ him, almighty, yeah. He'll know he's been in a yeah. game. Uh, absolutely. Um, I haven't seen Andrew's score prediction yet. Um, I'm not sure whether I've missed it or not, or whether he put 7-0, but who knows? I mean, uh, because one of these days it might happen. Yes. Yeah, the, the, I think yeah. the official club Twitter posted the, the highlights of when we beat them 6-0 when we first came up. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah I was there. It was a good game. Mm. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Uh, but there you go, guys. That is the preview all wrapped up and done. Don't forget, tomorrow night is the TTR Friday Halloween special. There'll be some ghouly characters on the screen tomorrow. Ah, ah, ah. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll have shenanigans just from the start. Uh, you know, we've got, uh, I'm sure Billy will be on form. I'm sure Billy has got a few Halloween uh halloween stories to tell from way back when uh so they they should be great uh and of course we'll uh, we'll be talking about our most embarrassing costumes embarrassing halloween parties that you've ever been to uh and of course ghoul or no ghoul uh god knows what billy's gonna do for that yeah. uh, and by the way paul tierney is the referee on saturday I forgot to mention that mm. um so there you go so if you want to start your weekend with a blister and laugh great crack then TTR Friday tomorrow is the place to go and be and just take part. Have a really good laugh with us tomorrow night. Um, please hit the like button. Please, please, please. Uh, and then uh, also the uh, the subscription button as well is free to do so. And the notification bell, which will let you know when we go live or we load. Thank you to the Mod Squad. Thank you to you three. And thank you to everybody for watching tonight. Uh, we will leave you with, uh, well, let's do a, uh, a subscriber check before we go, shall we? Uh, 15,005. So we are, we, we are up there. So thank you so much, everybody. Onwards and upwards for the tune review. But that is all down to you guys out there. Uh, the Mod Squad, it's all down to them. Susan, who does an incredible job. The, the love of my life behind the scenes. And you three, who joined me on, on the screen. Uh, Francisco, who does the voiceovers. Um, Fez, king who of, does the, the backgrounds. King of, the King of Qatar. The King of Qatar, who gives us news. Uh, mm -hmm. And, of course, the man upstairs, Mr. David Harrison, never forgotten uh, as well. So thank you, everybody. Uh, and we will see you tomorrow night at 8 o'clock for TTR Ooh, Friday. Hang on. Oh, Michael oh. Marsden. And Michael Marsden. Yes, who uh, mm -hmm. I hope is all right. I haven't seen him on here for a couple of days, so I hope he's okay. Uh, big shout out to Michael as well. Uh, but that's it. And we will see you on TTR Friday tomorrow. Uh, God help us. Uh, but see you then, guys. Good night. Good night, Where guys. The lads and lads is. Ah!